Rush to Rush, which simply says this. All of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and I... You can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position. Welcome you to another episode of Porch Talk. And, and we ain't done it for some time. But uh, we're going to be going off deep in the night. Pretty, pretty deep tonight. And let me introduce you. What, what we have going on over here is, uh, I can't call him Big John no more. Nah, man. Turning those wrenches turned it right off. I think I'm down like 220. 210. Proud of you. From 360. Yeah. Proud oh, yeah. of you. That's a jump. You're a totally different dude. Almost unrecognizable. Every time I see you, it's like, who is this guy? Yeah, no, as soon as I got to working down in Meridian, man, it got like working in the heat, changing oil all day. Dude, it just started peeling right off. And I'm like, I just keep eating and I'm still losing weight. On top of, I mean, you you changed. Well, I you know I stopped drinking, and that was adding so many calories that I didn't really take into consideration because it was liquid. Right. So I, I started losing weight even while I was still drinking because <coughs> I started eating so much less. And then when I stopped drinking, I was still eating less, and. It just started peeling off. Like, I'm talking about, like, like falling off, like, pounds a day when I stopped drinking. You know, all that, bro, I, I drank stouts yeah. and heavy, heavy-ass beers, man. Right. So, it would be, you know, I'd drink six stouts and probably some whiskey, too. And then I'd go home and eat some ramen or something and... Chef Boy RD, and that would be like a thousand extra calories or ten thousand extra calories right there that I wasn't even considering. That's the thing. Let me pray. Anyone out there, um, I don't know, they might be a lot better than you or I, but let's just say I go out. If I take a shot of whiskey, do you think I consider what that shot meant? No, nobody does. Or if I get a mixed drink. You don't consider that soda and that mixed drink, and you might have ten of them. You know, all right. You're not gonna. You're you're not gonna. You're not gonna think about those kind yeah. of things. Yeah. You know, I love rum and coke, but I didn't drink soda. Still drinking them rum and cokes though, every night. Right. Didn't drink soda. Let me get a rum and coke. Let me get a vodka sprite. Yeah. Something like that. You know. Let me get something else like some kind of other soda drink and just never even thought about it never even thought what I was adding to what I was eating yeah there's the thing about it I mean I, I think like since where we've been in is like I, I would uh, definitely deal myself with putting on the quarantine 15 yeah no no man but you look like you've you've lost enough weight for the both of us well that's cause like you know I I I tried to stick with my diet during during when I was, you know, working for the station solely. And I would get up and when I didn't after I got done doing my radio station stuff, yeah. 
I would like walk around the neighborhood all day. Oh, I know how you walk, dude. I walk with you. Yeah, I'd walk around the neighborhood all day, like especially if Brianna was off work and she would get off at like 7 a.m. I would get up at like 10, do my radio station stuff till noon, eat lunch, and jet. Yeah. And be like downtown walking around. Yeah. Speaking of which, man, another congratulations. Last time we hung out. And speaking of Brianna, you got married. Yeah, we did that thing. You know, me and you talked about even on the show how I wasn't ever going to do it again. Dude, that was, uh, I don't know if it was the first. Yeah. It's like you and I were both talking about it. It's like, yeah, not not, 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 not for me, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not going to do that thing. Yeah, no, I've already done it. I got the t-shirt. It doesn't fit anymore, and I don't like it. That kind of thing. Right. And then, I don't know, man, after I got shot and Brianna cleaned my wounds for me, you know, like the back, the exit wound back there under my ass cheek. Yeah. I couldn't really see her get yeah. to. She helped me clean that. That's tell you something like, what's, might be one of the wildest rides of Porch Talk. Yeah. Is this off the deep end series? I mean, I think it captures, like, uh, I don't want to say we call Big John at his worst. Yeah, it caught me at the end. He did, but it, but, but it caught Big John at the very end of his worst. And, like, you kind of saw the rise. Like, you saw the phoenix rising. Yeah, I was looking at it today, man. I hadn't drank in five months now since my birthday. If you don't count my birthday, I haven't drank in almost a year. Yeah. So, yeah. I never, I never thought I'd be able to say that. I mean... What a story, man. Yeah, I mean... It's... And I, I, I just think the way that you look... Like, you're a totally different person, dude. Like, you're unrecognizable from a year ago. That's what everybody tells me. I'm like, I just do the same guy. I mean, yeah, no. I well, mean, no, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, you're not. No, no, I'm not. Not like, physically. When a friend of mine I used to work with at Zachary's when I was, you know, at my biggest... She saw me a few months back, and she's like, you've completely lost a person. And I'm like, meh, yeah, I have lost, you know, uh, yeah. 160 pounds. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe it. I'm like, yeah, I just, I got tired of being a big one. I got tired of being so big. Because, like, I was getting like Ralphie May. Like, I, um, I, was on the, I was on the slippery slope to getting to that level. How, um... How do your knees and hips feel? Man, dude. Dude, I used to, my knees used to hurt all the time. My ankles used to hurt all the time. Now, you know, I damaged this ankle so much. It's actually repairing itself because it's able to. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. Dude, and, I, I'm, I'm telling y'all, uh, for all of you who cannot see well, who we used to call I Big used John, to feel this chair up. This chair I'm yeah, sitting in. I that, used to feel it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. last winter, I was yeah. filling this chair up. And now I could, you could easily fit another person there. Yeah, I, I could sit. Yeah, you can sit in here with me. You know that wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, be weird, yeah, but it yeah. would be definitely weird. But yeah, <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Because I'm, I'm telling you, if I, mean, I guess if off the deep end, if us not diving off into some wild conspiracies wasn't enough for you, it's like, dude, if you go back and listen to these episodes, you can kind of hear like yeah. a transformation of a guy. Yeah, you can hear the change. There's, there's like, what were we talking about on the last one I was on right before I got shot, or right after I got shot? I think I said I had my my shoulder brace on. You did. Yeah, 
still had the open wound. It was yeah. still open. I saw it. It was ugly. What were we talking about? It was at my old apartment. Yeah. And that, and those were the wildest times. Yeah, dude. That apartment that was on 5th Street. Wild. We had a lot of good porch talks in there. <sighs> dude, I'm telling you. But I, I wouldn't go back. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. I, I like where we are today. Yeah, dude. It's, it's so much like my things have changed so much since that time that I don't know if I could survive going back to that time. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Ain't that, ain't that the wildest thing? Think about this. I mean, everyone listening and just like, okay, picture yourself 10 years ago and everything that you were doing. I, I Granted, you're, you're way older. Yeah, 10 years ago, I was not not as okay. intense. And so you didn't have, like, let's think about this, real talk. You're, uh, let's just say you're in your late 20s or maybe... Mid-20s, yeah. Mid-20s or even, I'm, I'm just talking about today. Yeah. You know, mid-30s, maybe going yeah. in the 40s, maybe older. Yeah, anything. And, and think about those heydays of when you used to just bust the bar. Or whatever you whatever it was you were doing then, right? Yeah, yeah. And Man. think about trying to do that today now that you've kind of like, uh... Took a step back and actually looked at it yeah. for a second. And you're like, God. Because I remember even when I was drinking... There was a time when I was drinking so much more than what I was drinking at the end. And I'm like, I don't know how I did that. Be sitting there drunk, no matter. I don't know how I drink more than what I drank tonight. I'll be honest with you. Um, when we first started doing the Porch Talk, uh, the podcast as a whole, is I was coming. Uh, I had just moved back home. Yeah, yeah. And that podcast didn't start till a year after that. But I mean, that's and I still hadn't fully dealt. Is I kind of came home with my tail tucked between my legs from Mobile. You know, I just went through like a, a divorce, and I didn't have a whole lot of answers. I was still trying to figure that out. And he's like, mm, um, I was having a lot of social issues as far as like work. You know, I had this daytime job, and then I I was I was a manager at the daytime job. And I was a manager at UPS at night, like yeah. managing like trucks getting part real easy stuff. Yeah. And like I wasn't sleeping a whole lot, but I had to work because I found myself as like if I'm not working I'm gonna drive myself crazy. Yeah. Right? It's like I I cannot deal with everything that I have going on because like here in Kennedy life is um the man that pretty much raised me, uh, had passed. Yeah. And in Mobile, um, I don't know, I, I would say this, I, I wouldn't be critical of anyone except for one, but I won't be critical toward her, is I don't I don't know if people understood what that meant. And so people didn't really under, understand like what I was going through. And it was because I, I couldn't open up about it. This, uh, Mobile was the biggest learning experience I ever had. I was living... You know, I lived down there for almost six years, and it's four hours from home. It's not like you could go there if you just needed yeah. to. It was it was away, but it wasn't away. It wasn't away away. It wasn't like I got to get yeah. a plane ticket to get home in a couple of days. Yeah, right. And, man, it was uh, trying to deal with that. And it was just like, I feel like I was fighting it by myself. Yeah. And then, like, things just continued to intensify, intensify, intensify. And it got to the point where I felt like I was driving myself mad with work. Because what I found myself doing was 
instead of actually dealing, I was filling up that space with work. Yeah. And just trying to make money and just trying to. Well, I gotta go fast do forward this. Myself. Gotta get gotta get through this. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna go. Well, I need to get a nap in before I go to work again. Yeah, it was just life consumed by, it. and then I moved back home. And I mean, as things do in Kennedy, uh, they slow down. And I mean, we started having these porch sessions that would lead up to. I think we got a podcast, and I mean, here we are. Yeah, man, what at hundred eighty? Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a hundred eighty, and I mean, we're talking about personal growth here. It's like yeah. when I met you. Um, I mean, you you filled that chair up. Yeah, I filled the chair up. He does no joke. Yeah, and I was. I wasn't a happy person. Yeah. I don't know if like people knew that or if people could feel that, but I was completely dissatisfied. I was angry. Yeah, no, I had a when I it came out through my comedy. Just me just being mad. And it was just like through doing this that it was I was finally able to express myself. Yeah. Even if it wasn't through anger, but it was like just being able to talk and to listen. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of the podcast. Yeah. Because you're, you're hearing everything even after you go through it. Yeah. You'll hear it probably two or three times before it ever goes out. You know, so. Yeah. It may hate this. It may think about thinking taking it out, but I believe it's something that should be heard. Yeah. It's yeah. like, a, you know, uh, these are these are deep cuts here. Yeah, no, I mean, it's got to be, though, you know. Because if, like, if people didn't know what it came from, they wouldn't have any understanding of where it could go. You know? It goes along with a lot of things. It goes along with uh, every single thing. Is uh, I don't know. I feel like... I can't think of a single story of a person who's been on this show where everything just went kind of downhill. Even... I mean, Rob Swindle, he's passed, but yeah, I, I mean, mean he, he was fighting. Yeah, he he was making it, man. He yeah. was he was pulling along. He, he was still trying to run a business. He was still trying to fulfill everything he wanted to do on the yeah. surf. Yeah, he was still trying to make it, even up to the end, the very end. And when it was the end, I mean, I felt like he went out fighting. I don't. Yeah, he never gave up. Never I, gave up, not yeah. one time. I don't know. What I, th- I think about that. I think. I think the show means a lot, not just to me. I, th- I think it. I think it's a big thing. Like it gives an opener. It gives you know a, a way to get it out there. Uh, Sometimes even for the first time. I, I hope so. You know. I hope so. But man, now we got to take it off. Yeah, we I mean, that. there's you. You may not realize it, but we're probably about to survive. A catastrophic event. Another catastrophic <coughs> event. Yeah. You, it's it's asteroids. You know, we're in space, right? Man, I, you know, this this news of this asteroid was like, I don't know, I want to say it was like June or July. Yeah. It's when, you but know. can I tell you something about like COVID timeline? It's like, what's weird about this year, 2020 as a whole... I think everyone could agree. If you disagree, please write yeah, me. Yeah, let us know. Is, uh, it feels like time just slowed down. It, it feels like, you know, a day is 72 hours. 
Yeah. And I, I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody else. I have too. I've lost friends to suicide. I've lost friends to COVID. I've lost uh, friends to cancer. I've lost friends in tragic car accidents. Yeah. Is uh, I've struggled, yeah. and I've also been well off. It's kind of like I've I've experienced a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. As is with every aspect of life, but this thing about this year, which twenty twenty, it feels like everything is just sideways and not slow. right. Slow progressing. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of goes along with the way things are set to go. Is it's supposed, it's, they say it's going to get worse every year. Man, who knows, right? And this but, asteroid is closer than anyone's ever came before. Yeah. Except the one, you know, that took out the the dinosaurs. Right. So we're, we're talking like, uh, was it Independence Day or Armageddon? Which one of those Armageddon, two? Armageddon. So there's there's this big asteroid coming to Earth, and like you know NASA and all the big brains have to put together this plane to send these guys off in the space yeah. to deconstruct the asteroid yeah. to work. And um, if Deflector. it hits if, if it hits the Earth, it won't be that big of a mass. But we're talking a fairly big asteroid. Now, granted, I don't want to scare you at all. Uh, it's not going to hit us. Apparently, no. Apparently, it's going to miss us. But the amount of space that it is missing us by, it, it sounds real counterintuitive when you think about things about, like, well, Columbus is only 30 miles from here. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to think about, like, our satellites. And so, um, I'll be honest with you. I hope you did. Is I wanted to Google the amount of distance our satellites are in space from Earth into the trajectory of where we think this asteroid is going to go. But the the whole idea is it's not very far from that. To no. Give you, to give you an idea, it's like whether it's deeper or if it's closer or if it's further or however you want to put it, it's like... And, and, they, and they say next time it comes around, is this over? Yeah, it's done. It's done next time. Next time, if it if it if it doesn't hit us this time, next time it's over. I mean, this is it's only this <coughs> asteroid is the size of four double decker buses, right? So you know that red bus that rides around downtown Columbus. It's like four of those stacked on each other, so it's not that big. And and again, let, let's think about this. We we think about that kind of bus. Realistically, think about this. How fast do you see that bus moving? Okay, we see it. Hmm, we're riding around downtown. 30, 35 most. Yeah. And so when you think about a bus of that magnitude, you see it at a very slow speed. Yeah. But we're talking about, oh my Lord, this asteroid is moving. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. 10,000 10, and like something per second. Like, I can't remember. The thing is moving. It's moving faster than any asteroid that has ever been seen in recent history. It's moving faster than any of those. Yeah. What's crazy to me is like, we think about the universe and they're, they're already talking about the thing passing back by. If, if Once again, I'm not a scientist, but if if we're already saying it's like the next time it passes by, we're dead. Is where is science and how big is our universe even? Do you see what I'm saying? 
and you know you see diagrams of the universe us being this little speck in this huge ass universe how do you see the universe how do you see it who who showed it to you how do you have a satellite somewhere and what's the center of it yeah where is it is the sun or is it earth what is it is it just is earth flat Can we pull the tinfoil hats out? Can it be flat? I mean, honestly, it seems like it is. Because I can look outside and see the same stars every night. My buddy, hop on an airplane. You can see the curve. I think so. I believe that. I don't know. But then again, it's like, once again, hop on an airplane. It's like, well, I think you should run off at some point. But then we start over. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back around. You gotta go around. I'm not one to dispel these big, these big buffs. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's take a break. Times like these are not too sure. Selling things like speaking or laughing out loud. Oh, come out of pride when you stand in a crowd. Too many times you've tried this vision. Let's go for a ride. Oh, the wind will come. Let's go for a ride. 
Hey, I'm so glad that Fuzzy shared that track with me. It drops today. That's called Let's Go For A Ride. That is Fuzzy and the Rust Belts. Latest single. You can catch that anywhere you stream music. Today. Back to the show. So now that we know we're going to get missed by the asteroid. Right. What do we do now? So I watched this video, dude. It's craziness. Here we go. It's, it's, it, you know, like all internet videos do, seems like it could be real. Sure. And what they said was they found no evidence of intelligent life in the galaxy. Said they've sent radio waves, FM waves, 10,000 light years out in space. Let me ask you this. Not even the jump off into some kind of Marvel Guardian of the Galaxy crap, but who's to say that everyone is on FM radio waves? Yeah, really. I mean, who's still using FM except for, well, I mean, we do, but really, I mean, nobody really uses it. Well, I mean, think about space. Do you think, like, they would think about FM like we think about AM? Yeah, like, that's antiquated. We don't need that. Or would they even think about it anymore? Maybe it's far beyond. So, these people... What are we saying here? They've said that there's no sign of intelligent life, and how is that possible? Okay. That's my question. Let's pass this torch. Is, um... we, We don't do AM anymore. Yeah, we, we don't do, do we do FM. We yeah. so what if by sending an FM frequency, we thought that whoever's out there could comprehend that with the thought of intelligent life? What if, I mean, but how do you base intelligence? Well, I mean, do they have a humanoid like intelligence? Maybe, Probably not. Maybe they're on a different wavelength. Yeah, you think maybe Tyler Childers lured them here? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, real talk. I was like, wh- why would you be attracted to Earth other than there being life? Now, supposedly, supposedly, check this out. Our entire the Milky Way, yeah, our galaxy, is Earth the only planet that can Support. sustain life? Yeah. Is it? Well, you know, they found Titan, and then they which found- is just a moon. Yeah, it's just a moon. Of Jupiter. Yeah. But it can support life. It's got water. Or got the elements Mm. to make water. How long did it take us to get there? Do you know off the top of your head? I think three years. A real time. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Think about this, man. Is, uh... All right. This is... This is small scale. Think petroleum oil. Right? right. For cars. Yeah. We have electric cars now that can... I mean, it used to be hybrid, but now they can be completely Yeah, they electric. can be absolutely 100%. I think that is uh, that's a big skip. And you have people like Elon Musk who believe that... Um, and think about just how fast technology shifts right now is with telephones or cell phones. Yeah. Is... I mean, you'll have the iPhone 12 or whatever they want to call it come out in a couple of months, maybe. Yeah. Depending Same. on how COVID falls. And then even the phone before that becomes antiquated to an idea. Yeah. And then there are still plenty of people who rock iPhone 6s and 7s. Yeah, you see an iPhone 7 float. I've seen an iPhone 4 floating around. Yeah. 
So and that's how fast our technology moves. But Elon Musk is saying like with the things that are in his brain, he's afraid he'll die before technology is there. And he's like the Iron Man of our generation. And that's that happened with Tesla. He died before his ideas could be used, even if they were stolen by the government. When he stole them from you know. Yeah. So it took forever for Nikolai Tesla's like science to come to light at all. Yeah. And um, to say that an alien species out in the country with no influence like we have on Earth, no magnetism that we're aware of, how would then how would we know that they would come up with FM waves or AM waves or any kind of radio? Or how would waves? they even interact with that? Yeah, we don't know that they can even talk. Maybe we they're way know. beyond that. Yeah, we don't even know how they communicate. So how how do we know that sending out radio waves is not like what what's what's this static? You know, I'm I'm certain like we don't know here between you and I, but like, yeah. think about like decibel and how we hear things. Yeah. Or even think about like what is the measure of what we see? And even the the measure of all our feeling, right? Yeah. Of, of our taste, touch, smell, and all yeah. that. Everything, and, yeah. And even even to the amount of emotional feel. It's like, how do you know that if there was some outworlder that they experienced the same way that we feel? Like, emotionally. Yeah. It's like love, hate. I mean, we assume all of these things. But we don't. We don't know. Is it even real? Yeah. Does is this was something that could be something that's created in us by our surroundings, and that's the only way it exists. And with them not having that influence, maybe they don't even. Maybe they don't even process like we do. All right. Check this out. Let, let's go off the deep end. All right. Let's say this is. Where do our idea of intelligent life and emotion and feeling even come from? Like the original thought or idea of it. Like think, think back as far back as you can, and and like when someone first educated you on like these types of things. Yeah. Like, where do you think it came from? That's hard to say sometimes. Where would you say? Hear me out. My parents divorced when I was around 11. Uh, they were completely split, split at 13. So you, you had just really gotten to where you could even un, like begin to process what was going on. No, but hear me out. Is... We were brought up in church, and I would say it was predominantly because of grandparents who would invite my parents to go to church. And we, if my parents were there, I was there at least. Yeah. And so at a base level, this is our thought. This is what I want to chase for this yeah. segment is worldview, how we view the world. So at a very young age, I was exposed to this Christian worldview of... I could tell you where intelligence came from, or feeling, or love, or all these things that we're feeling, because 
of what the Bible says, correct? Yeah. And also, some would go further to say that it's like a the Holy Spirit. Like, when we accept this gift of salvation, that we receive this thing that is of God, and that we can ascertain uh, decisions, and we can base our lives uh, not only discerning it for ourselves, but better discerning for what God has as long as we stay within the Word. Yeah. Oh, my. And that, that would be the outline. Yeah. That's a worldview. And so everything falls into that, the way that I perceive idea, the way that I perceive culture, the way that I perceive reality is based on this worldview. Now flip it. What if we were on the opposite side of the world? It would be completely different. You wouldn't have the same influence. No, not at all. Completely different religion. Yeah. It could be Confucianism. It could be Buddhism. It could be uh, Muslim. Yeah. It, it could quite possibly be Christianity. But the thing about Christianity is it's a very broad spectrum. Yeah. Uh, Christianity is a big envelope of ideas. <laughs> and most of it that's famous is not what most... Yeah, what most people believe. Would, yeah. But it's made famous because of what? Because it's extremely controversial. Mm -hmm. Just like a jihadi in Muslim bombing the two towers on 9-11. Yeah, that was because it was the extremist side, the side that you want to see. Yeah, and that would be the side that would, what, fire a group of people up to mm -hmm. do something that, what? To retaliate in some sort, some sort of way. It would give you something to hate. Some, yeah, some sort of... Vic, or not victim and what, what's sad is it, it, it didn't only give you something to hate it gave you a people group to hate yeah, always that's what they want and so I come from this and you, I would love for you to tell me a little bit about your background and whether it be atheistic or you know I believe most people in the south I believe most people in America have some kind of a touch and go with Christianity yeah either you didn't have it at all or you had a little bit yeah. somewhere and maybe something rubs you raw or maybe maybe you grew up in it and you got older and you was like I just I don't want that for me it's a mm -hmm. personal choice I mean but well, I mean what did that look like I'm, I'm just telling you like how I perceive reality right yeah these are the like if you want to know how I perceive reality it's like read the Bible and be like Okay, and I'm not saying judgmental. Yeah, no. I'm just like in in a, in a reasonable perception is like how I perceive things. Yeah. Not how I'm judging or how it's like, sinner, whore. Yeah. You all know? that, all that weird. I'm not, I'm not with that, but yeah. That's all part of it, you know. That was part of it. The Old Testament was a was a hard time for everybody. Well, I mean, now that I'm older. I'll be honest with you. First glance, Old Testament was hard. Unless you look at God and a lot of everything. Yeah. It's kind of like Memento. If you, it's the beginning of the movie at the end and the end of the movie at the beginning. I wouldn't even say that. It started at Genesis the way that God intended things. Yeah. Now God intended the mistake, the fall. Yeah. And then we have this flood, which. God wanted to wipe out humanity because he was... Yeah, well, he was done he was with kind of, He was done with it. But he preserved two because they found righteousness in his sight. Yeah. And then we had a whole family 
spew off because of that, and that is like where our history comes yeah, from, that's right? Where it starts. Noah, his people, and then you had like his chosen people. He met with Abraham, and that's where it all starts for Judaism, mm-hmm. right? It was these oppressed people by the Egyptians who were in slavery, but it was a little bit before that with Abraham. God gave Abraham a promise that he would be the seed of many nations. And he was. He is. God never once lied Mm -mm. about one thing. But God's timing wasn't on man's time. If that makes sense. And so when we think about that Old Testament and we like say it's poison and say it's dirty and it's nasty, it's like you're not saying anything against God. No. You're saying that against God's people who were waiting for God who got impatient. If that makes sense. Yeah. And the thing about that is... And it doesn't do anything but lead to faith. Yeah. Like, I mean, you read the Old Testament stories. I can relate to Samson. I can relate to David. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, all that old stuff. The struggle and then the... What is this like coming out victorious over the struggle? Yeah. The 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 art of redemption. Yeah. Is is being restored. Yeah. It's like you came from this incredible hardship. But by grace. Yeah. You overcame. But whose grace? Where did it come from? See, and that's, Once again it becomes like a worldview question. Yeah. Where does this power come from? Well, if you believe in Christianity, you believe in things like the Holy Spirit. You believe that Jesus died and uh, was hung on the cross. Death three days. He come from the resurrection. He came back for a spell. Then he ascended. And here comes the Holy Spirit. That That is the kind of things that you believe. Yeah, that's what you... And your empowerment for whatever... And, and that's the thing about like Roy versus Wade. Yeah. And with these critical things that we talk about on abortion during these election years is these pro-lifers and pro-choice is not throwing any shade against the or I just don't think they understand each other, John, is I, I believe that everyone that comes from a pro-choice background, pro-life, pro-life, I'm sorry, everyone that comes from a pro-life background probably comes from some kind of a stint of Christianity. Yeah, somewhere it comes from. And they believe in the sanctity of life. Yeah. But... They automatically assume, because of this lifestyle that is somewhat jaded from what true Christianity is, that they are misinterpreted by an atheistic approach or maybe some other worldview that doesn't see a a child or a, a baby in the womb in the same light as they do. And there's the fight because... They're not arguing the same thing. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, no. They're not arguing. They're arguing like, like I don't what think, a life is. Really. I, I don't think anyone would disagree on rape being a bad thing. Yeah, they're, you know. Or incest being awful. I think both sides agree. But what they're arguing is things that they don't understand about each other. It's like, what's a life? What is a life? Yeah. When does it become a life? When when is it murder and when is it a medical procedure? And their worldviews prevent them from that. 
And yeah. I would I would actually give props to the atheistic community because I believe it has it's more like, understanding than the Christian. And I'm actually coming to you from a Christian perspective. Yeah. You want to do it? You want to do it, man. Do your thing. That's that's the best part about it. Right. Do your thing. Yeah. With no consequence, because you don't have any consequence to say, oh, you're not. You don't need to do that because it's wrong, or you're doing a bad thing. So. You pretty much get to decide for yourself if it's bad or good. You don't have any kind of inclination telling you whether it's bad or good. Well, that's the thing about being an atheist. Yeah. Is that's the entire worldview. And that is one reason I don't think I could ever be one. Is it's loosey-goosey. Yeah, it's just it's whatever parts you want. You pick and go. You pick and choose. And if I was to do that, I don't think I would be able to do anything well. If that makes sense. No, I got you. Yeah, if if I, if I don't have a line to judge by, even if I'm chasing after the people that I admire yeah. and respect in the field that I want to pursue, I don't know if I would have conviction. And who's to say the people before me had conviction? But I don't want to be them. I'm just chasing them. But I want to have my own convictions yeah. and things that I'm passionate about. Right? That's what everybody wants, man. That is what everybody wants, because if you don't have anything that you're passionate about, you're just lulling through life, through life. You know, nothing to stand on. You ain't done anything. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What do you got to talk about? The thing with that man is like what you were saying with the worldview. You can't you can't decide how somebody else's view is of the world because you don't understand their influence. Right. You know, it was one of the most helpful um, classes I ever took. And I have no regret. I still pay for it today. I have student loans. It's from this degree. Intercultural studies. What is that? Well, that sounds like the most worthless thing you could ever do. Possibly. But I use it every single day. So I find it completely valuable. So, it, I mean, it's like the most valuable thing I've ever done. It was, it was just being able to relate to people. We had this one class, is we would study these vast religions, atheism, Christianity, um, even like what I would consider to be cults within Christianity, things predominant in America, Yeah. specifically Mobile, where my university was, so we could bring people in yeah. that believe that. You had the ideas like uh, Mormon, uh, Jehovah Witness, and uh, Buddhism, and all these different, and anything that... After you read the history, what it is today, what it means today, what it what it try what it aims to do, whatever your question was that came out of that, you had a leader of that idea to ask. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I can imagine not having some kind of something, you know, to ask. Like going back to the atheism thing. I mean, I always had a question. I, I, I always wanted to know something. It was like something that, I mean, there was all, because it's a different worldview. And once again, it's that idea is like, we automatically assume, I believe this, is because I was raised and grew up in this backwood Alabama lifestyle, and because I hung out in Columbus, Mississippi, and I was exposed to a city. And now I, I do travel, and I lived in Mobile for some time, but yeah. I still, for the most part, believe that everybody thinks the way that I think. 
even though I've been doing this podcast for over two years and like I've come across people that do not think the way that I think at all and they might live 10 miles down the road yeah yeah that's a weird thing you know what I mean and it's the idea of I mean we're different I mean we think about things different but in the end of the day I still love you yeah I mean it, it all comes down to you know we're still people no matter what we believe in and even going to spinning you know, there's people that think that angels and stuff are fourth dimensional beings and that's what people consider aliens to be. So oh. how you know, going back, how can we communicate with a fourth dimensional being in a three dimensional way? It's kinda of like a side of our own reach. Yeah. yeah. So we, 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 as you, you know, going in with the worldview, we just automatically assumed that they would be able to understand. But if we're going to a whole different level, how can we even comprehend how they communicate? Well, you couldn't. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, you all know. Even if you don't speak the same language. You know what I mean? But to go with the alien being angels... That would make so much sense, cause throughout generations, dude, they 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 have had in the hieroglyphs. There's been weird, weird figures drawn, and people like bowing to them. Yeah. So they've been here this whole time. It's not inexcusable. Yeah, and there's no way to explain it. Even people that are like historians of the cultures. Yeah. They're like, yeah, these are the star Anthropologists. People. Yeah. You know, this, this old funny joke I find funny is like, you know the difference between anthropologists and sociologists? What's that? It's sociologists study people who wear pants. <laughs> you know, it's it's both the study of culture. Yeah. yeah. Anthropology is just like yeah. long the, gone. Yeah. The, yeah. Ancient, ancient study of ancient people. Yeah. Yeah, throughout time, dude, they've been here. So for somebody to say that they don't exist, it's, it almost... Well, I mean, if you want to relate it, um, you know, like you said, and I believe this to be maybe more accurate, I, I, I'm not disclaiming the idea of aliens at all. If you want to say angels. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, no. I can, can uh, I can ricochet on that. Because that's what I—that's what they are, I um, believe. And I can also give you the idea of demons because it is irrational to me that people will watch a horror film. Let's just say like The Nun. Yeah. Right. Speaking of, it's almost Halloween. We're in October. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Now there's this timeline of The Nun is the beginning of like. The Conjuring and all those, Antebellum, yeah. and how to watch those movies in the way that they were intended. It's really fun. Look that up on your social media, and if like you got a spooky yeah. partner or friend, watch them together. Enjoy yeah. it. But the idea of like the nun and all that is the idea of possession. Correct? Okay, yeah. It is, it is, it is wild to me. Now, when we go to ingest a horror film, once again, it goes back to my worldview. When I ingest a horror film, if I watch a movie said like Annabellum or The Conjuring or yeah. The Nun, is 
my worldview reflects on that, and my world, re- my worldview is reflected in that movie because what, who do they always call a priest? Man, I always call a priest. And so my religion is being cast into this yeah. now. What is wild to me? My one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I believe it was like realistically done. I love the movie Insidious, and I also like Insidious too. Yeah. Now the other ones are weird, but those yeah. two were good. Is the idea of demons? If if you are willing and able to accept the idea of that, and you do not accept the idea of an angel, you're yeah. How can you? How can you? You're hypocritical. Absolutely, because you everything everything points to there being balance. Right. So if you believe there's bad, or you believe that the bad exists, then you got to believe the good exists. But what worldview are you coming from? Are you just watching it for pure entertainment? Are you just like you don't believe in any of this shit? You know what? It's like, this this great story. Yeah. But it's not. I mean, you, yeah, these you, are real things. Yeah, like really I mean, happens. they they say like based on true events and be like maybe. You know, fifteen seconds of an interview was like the the real event. But yeah, yeah, but it it played out into what they showed you, and I mean, it can be based. It that stuff could actually happen is the thing. Right. There are people that do it. I mean, we have clairvoyance and the people that read the crystal balls and all that stuff, and they go over into the other side supposedly. If you could deny that. If, yeah, I mean, really, though. And if you want to go that far, why do you believe in a horoscope? How how can you? How can you believe in that if you don't see anything else? Yeah. If you don't want to see anything else? I mean, what what is the power behind it? And how how does it give its meaning? It's like, these are are questions. I mean, I'm telling you, like, worldviews, I'm telling you, identify your worldview and then analyze. And I'm not saying judge. Yeah. I'm saying just, just listen to people. Yeah, you and can see the difference. You can see the you, difference. You can quickly tell. Be like, we don't believe the same thing at all. And there's, you know, it's cool when you get into it, and you hear you hear some weird shit, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Freaked out a little bit. Idea. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then you hear something, you know, that just came out of this this person's mouth said some of the weirdest shit you ever heard in your life. And then five seconds later, you can say something and be like, holy shit, dude, I've been waiting for somebody to say it. Yeah, I thought I was the only one. Yeah. Right? I think we I just thought it was me. We have it happened, right? Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Now, back to the very beginning. What What are your thoughts on the alcohol? As some would say, it would be, they call it spirit. Now, if you want to break down alcohol... We would say there are spirits, there are liquors, and then there is booze, such as, you know, beer and wine. wine. Um, But some would say it's all a spirit, and some would say that it is devil juice. I've heard it called that. That it brings out a certain beast. Or some people say it brings out the truth. And maybe that beast is inside, you know. The people that say that it brings out a truth are the people that hide from the truth. Yeah. Let me tell you this. If I came to you, full-blown Christian. Yeah. I don't smoke, drink. Stumping Bibles here. on your way. Yeah, thumping Bibles on my way. You and I went out. I had a beer. 
See, me as a person, I wouldn't look at you any differently. Now, here's the kick. This this is the example. We get in the car and leave. I hid from you that I smoke cigarettes. I didn't have a problem with you smoking or drinking a beer. Yeah. But I was I was also looking around at who saw me drinking that beer at that bar. Yeah. And while we have all these great religious jokes between Baptists and Catholics, it's like, right, Baptist Methodists. Yeah. One will give you a handshake going out and the other one will look at the like look at you like they don't even know you. Yeah. Now, that's the kicker. Yeah, because I've seen Catholics go into a bar and they have a great time with the priest. It's illogical. It is illogical for me to come before you with my worldview unless I know your worldview. Yeah. To think that you are going to judge what I'm doing the same. Yeah. You have to. And nobody, and that is the point of my degree is like when I, when I take in people like first five minutes I'm just trying to break down and be like what do they believe? Yeah, what, are you, what, are you, what are they about? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, everybody does that on, a, on some level because you don't want to But how deep do you go? Yeah. You don't, you know, you don't want to be be around people instinctively we don't want to be around people that don't share similar views. Why? Because it it makes us question our view, or it makes them question theirs. Discomfort. Yeah, it's it's just it's just kind of you know you, you're you're awkward. It's just an awkward feeling if you you know if you're just sitting there and you're like, man, what is this guy talking about? That's a weird thing. Yeah. And then you know, like, like it happens. It happens all the time when people get confused about something that they don't really understand, and then that's how you know the argument starts is somebody doesn't understand where the other person is coming from. Yeah, and they automatically assume that they're right. Yeah, that that they're that person's right. That they're the arbiter of truth. Yeah, that their way is the way, and you know a lot of that comes from. Recently, a lot of that comes through social media. Is everybody's right? Everybody's got an opinion, and everybody's right. We have lost. It, it is the uh, social media pit hole, known as Twitter. Yeah. Um, but I've seen videos surface of what you and I would say a Facebook argument between people that don't know each other happen in public at a grocery store parking lot or maybe inside the grocery store and that is what is scary to me about this quarantine and people being locked up is like they have spent so much time on social media that it's it's covered up yeah it came into the real world and be like you forgot that people will punch you in the face for that yeah no people get pissed off (coughs) people have forgot that dude you you can't just be out here throwing your view out there because somebody might get mad and with the way things are going with the world today 
somebody might get mad enough to shoot you. Yeah, no kidding. Real quick. Yeah. Somebody might get mad enough to come slit your tires. Seen that happen in union stuff when I was working union a few years ago, man. I'm telling you, and as as days is today, is it feels like here, even as we sit. You came from Mississippi. Mm. I work in Mississippi. You came to Alabama. I live in Alabama. Yeah. Historically, I would say that uh, there's been some issues here, no doubt. Yeah. But for the most part, we live in peace. Yeah. But I will say this. Over the past few months, it hadn't been quite as easy. It's gotten easier. Yeah. Over I mean, the past couple of weeks, things have gotten quite back to what I would say normal. Well, yeah, I was going to say people are starting to get back to work that were off for, you know, six months or however long. And now things are starting to feel a little more like normal. Yeah. But I'm I'm telling you, I, I believe in that is um, we forget how to socially engage when we are too socially involved on social media. Yeah, I think, I think, honestly, I wish they'd pull the plug on that shit and just be done with it. Pretty much have for the most part. I would like to say this and we can get off of it that all of media, social, TV, news, all of that, it flows left. And now, man, everything's so wild. And it's getting to a point to where I don't even want to share it on Facebook. It's like, I'm not telling you anything that is true. I'm just a a dude. I'm giving you a point of view of what I see. Is it might be misinforming, but I'm not lying to you. Yeah, I'm the. You know what the the definition of lying is? Is telling something with the intention to deceive. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, no, nobody's intending to deceive. I'm just, I'm just talking. Yeah, it's just a thing. And I want to bounce my idea off of you, and then we leave it up to them to see what they think. You know, if we're off, man, let us know. Like always. Yeah. But man, I'm gonna tell you. Like you were saying, as people forgot, they can get punched in the mouth real quick. I've seen it happening, man. People are getting so aggressive when they're in Walmart. Oh, my Lord, dude. I've, I've went to some towns, like Tuscaloosa. I went to, uh, it was back when the bars first opened, and then they quickly reclosed a couple weeks later. It was like two or three months ago. We were sitting out on the patio. I was actually out on a date. I never do that. Yeah. This, why? Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't buy one for the most time, part, yeah. but you know, um, we were out on the patio. We were having a drink, and we we have the pizza. We're sitting there just enjoying our drinks and having a pizza, and like the bar down the way, just on the opposite side. We're on the strip. It's just you know like a block down. There's a confrontation. A dude was obsessed with getting an apology from a guy that stepped on his dog's foot. And I was like, the dog don't even care anymore, man. Chill out. I was like, why is the dog at a bar? Yeah, that's I mean, weird too. That's kind of. I mean, maybe it'll start happening in Columbus. I don't know. But well, you know, they would let the you stress bring, dog. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. They will let you bring the service dogs in, and the princess used to let you have dogs on the patio. It's just weird though to have your dog. Why do you want to have your dog in the bar? Yeah. Having all sorts of weird people like petting on it and stuff—that's weird to me. It's uh, strange to me as well. The like, whole, the whole, the whole exchange 
was strange, but it led me to this idea, and that's what I was telling her, and we reflected it on the way home. It's like, why would you even put yourself in that kind of situation? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, somebody's going to step on your dog's foot. Walking, I mean, it's a dog. It's below everybody. And it's probably going to be in everybody's shit. Yeah, everything. Anything. Up under the how, floor getting old chicken fingers. I don't, yeah, I don't care how trained it is. The whole thing was silly to me. Well, people that that bring their dog... I'm sorry if you bring your dog to the bar. Don't do that. I've worked in bars for years. It's not cool. You don't do anything but inconvenience the bar workers because you got people in there that are afraid of dogs. That's true. You got people in there that don't want to be around. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's just strange. And for somebody to try and get in a fist fight over it, it just shows the state that we're in. Really. And and that was my point. Was on the way home. Was, she asked, "Can you believe that?" Like, yes, yes, I can believe that. I was like, people, <coughs> people forgot what it was like to do this. Yeah, we 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 were at home, you know, sitting there and watching. TV where that kind of stuff you know somebody makes you mad on the TV show y'all get in a fight in the TV show yeah and then if it transferred to real life it's in real life now cause that's you know that's all we're exposed to mm-hmm. is all this extravagant stuff cause we don't have any real stuff cause there's no bumping into somebody with your water cup at the water cooler there's I would say this with all the lessons learned in COVID, I have found some beautiful stories and things that have happened. Yeah. And I hate to highlight it just through COVID because I, I think it's been done forever with people our parents' age or grandparents' age. It's like, I've seen some real stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you want to talk about, like, this disillusion, this which I believe is real, which I think we should reopen the asylum, and maybe I should check in. Yeah. Um, I, I should definitely be there. But I also want to say that I've I've seen a lot of beautiful things happen. I've seen a lot of creativity. I'm not saying it's all good. Yeah, it's just, it's happened. But, and I'm also seeing, like, people rekindling these relationships and, like, seeing what's actually important. Yeah, no, I, I have took some steps back and realized... A lot of things I found important this time last year. And I feel like we always do that around Christmas and the holidays, and then we never act on it. Yeah. But I feel like this exposed experience of it being like months at a time, I feel like, at least in my own experience, that phone lines burn a bit longer. Yeah, no. Hell no. Well, like with uh, like with the older people, you know, like people in nursing homes. They've been shut up and hadn't been able to get out in months. Oh, yeah. Like at all. Their family hadn't even been able to come see them. Right. So they hadn't even been able to see anybody. I couldn't imagine not being able to see anybody that I knew, like my family, for months. Yeah. Like there in the beginning, I didn't go see my mom and them, but that's because, you know, they're both sickly. Yeah. And now it's, you know... I mean, and I'm not one. COVID's a very real thing. 
I believe it, it's just it's just as real as the flu. It's just as real as anything. It's sickness. Um, I believe the survival rate is incredibly high, ninety nine point nine five percent. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not, that's your choice. That's what I believe. But I also believe in these stories that I've experienced in my own life that people get it and they they don't make it. Yeah, they die. I've seen it. I, I've seen both ends of the spectrum. I've, I've seen that 99.5 and I've seen that .05. Yeah. And uh, I'm not... I don't see what it would hurt like wearing a mask. Well, also... To go a little deeper with uh, the virus is real, but I saw the death toll for 2019, 2018, 2019, sure. and 2020. We're about... Even? No. No. Below? We're about 800,000 less than we were in 2019 this time of year. In 2018, we're about... A little over 30,000, about 33,000. That was Ebola. Yeah, no. 2018, we're still... That was like... I mean, we had swine flu for that. But this year, man... But the media swings left. Swings left every time. Because it's, you know, like with the CDC coming back and retracting all those crazy numbers, now we're starting to see the true numbers, and it's really, it's not that bad. And with people sheltering in place and all that... It actually helped the death toll and keep people alive. Like, not necessarily from COVID, just from car accidents, altercations. So it's been a good thing. But shutting the economy down. Shutting the economy down. That's a detrimental blow that's going to take years to come back from. I don't see it. You don't see it? It depends on how you vote. Depends on how the election goes, man, honestly. And, it can and I go, encourage everyone to vote. Everybody and needs to. I encourage to. them to vote the way that they want to. Yeah, vote for whoever you want to. If you feel the need to vote for Kanye West, do it. Do it. Joe Ferguson, go. Yeah, do it. Trump, do, do it. it. Biden, it doesn't matter. Go. Do it if that's what you want. If you think that's going to make your little piece of America better, that's what you need to do. But I can guarantee you one thing that won't make your little piece of America better. And that's not voting at all. That won't do anything. That's the only wasted vote is the one that's not done. And I'll say another thing because I've wasted a lot of votes. I've never voted. Is uh, There is this assurance of however it goes, you didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, no, there's something to go along with that, too. I've been there a few years. But, uh... Just kind of, you know, you float along, but then you don't have any reason to bitch, though. You, you can't yeah, have that, any that is my point. Yeah, it's like, uh, I can't really... Can't really bitch one way or the other, you know? I kind of like that. Yeah. Well, I, but I don't think stuff. I would either way. Because I, I've never understood it. It's like, uh, I've never said... Obama is not my president. I've never said Trump is not my president. I've never said that Bush is not my president. I've never said that Clinton is not my president. As far back as I can go, that's like all the administrations that I've yeah, said. Yeah, that you've lived I can through. tell you what I believe about all of them. They failed me. Yeah, they all suck. It, it wasn't right. It was not good. 
every one of them, all sides of the board, they all suck. They all suck ass. And I would love to say that it's a, you know, it's picking which sucks the least, but, and that's really why I don't vote, is I have a hard time with it, is, man, this, I don't like any of this. I don't want to put my name stamp on either one. And that's the thing, man, is like people are looking at this election and they're saying, this is the best. This is the best we have. I, I agree with that sentiment. It's like, really? This is all we have? This this is it? This is the cream of the crop of America right here. And in some, pe- in some cases, yeah, they are. In some cases, they're not. I don't... No. I can't remember the last time I saw you smile. Just faces made for pictures from across the aisle. I was born on this team, I was born to win. Lord, have mercy on the others and forgive their sins. I know that I'm supposed to be angry for the life of me i can't figure out what for if i can't lie down with someone who loves me instead of dying in my great granddaddy's We were born here crying with our egos bruised Below the Mason-Dixon with the Red State Blues We've got a lot of heroes here streaming Southern pride But a hero's just a villain to the other side There's a hundred years of bitterness in our blood and it flows with the convention of a 40-day flood Until we're out of ammunition and the rivers run red Over what Jesus meant but what he never said I know that I'm supposed to be angry For the life of me I can't figure out what can lie down with someone who loves me instead of dying in my great granddaddy's I swear they're heavier 
Yesterday, or not the other day, we had Eddie Van Halen went over to play guitar music with the greats. He he left, man. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty is gonna be a shit year, all the way through. I'm afraid. And Eddie Van Halen passed. John Prine passed right there in the beginning of 2020. There's been... Justin Towns. Justin Towns. There's been so many. Jacob Paul. Then we, you know, we had every year we've been losing rock stars, man. Rockstar Heaven has a hell of a band going on up there. Yeah, let's break that down. I think we can end it on something very cheerful. Um, EVH passed I want to say something about EVH Eddie Van Halen is that I think he had a way with music yeah absolutely Um, as a guitarist and as someone who got into music it was never his that got me in but I appreciated Eddie because he had this innate ability to draw people to music who wouldn't necessarily be in the music for what he did. And he also had a way of inspiring people who were in the music to learn what he did. And I I think that is a very special thing. He influenced so many guitar players. He's one of the major influences on probably every rock guitarist ever. Or, you know, since the 80s. Possibly. I mean, Eruption, that guitar solo in Eruption, it's yeah, second it to none to this hard. day. I mean, all of his songs. All of his songs, you know, you could you could say Eruption, yeah, that definitely comes to mind. I mean, think about Hopper Teacher, and I mean, y'all, y'all play that on the station all oh, the yeah. time. Um, Jump, um, that was a lot different than anything that he had ever done. And I thought he had- was in like in this David Bowie stage. Why can't this be love? That was strange. Yeah. And, you know, Van Halen went through some weird times. Eddie Van Halen actually fronted like three bands during the time that he was with and out of Van Halen. Didn't know that. Yeah, dude. He was was all out there. Even when he wasn't playing with Van Halen, when they went through the Van Hagar years. Yeah. And that was weird. That was a weird time for Van Halen. 
<laughs> like that whole time in music right there was weird. Late 80s. Strange, man. You had like the Flock of Seagulls time. And then you still had Van Halen trying to make rock and roll. Let's let's go there. Do you see the replication of the late 80s happening today? Yes, God. O- only. Only. I would say it happens with true country and what true country means. Because you said just then, is there was this, the movement. Yeah. I think people then would call them hipsters. I think people then would call them... Yeah. Uh, all these different names for people who trace the the good. Yeah. These people who chase true music. Yeah. With with that with that scheme of eighties, uh, flock of seagulls, they were on the ground. Yeah. But if you talk to our parents today, a lot of our parents will bring that band up as being like the underground. Is like what we would say today would be indie. Yeah, because they were cool. Was that the birth of indie? I, I hate to put the flock of seagulls as the birth of Indy, but yeah, I think it could go back to the seventies. But we got to find some people who can say that. Yeah, and yeah. But flock of seagulls weren't bad, man. No, I mean it's good. I mean it was different. It was different from everything in that time, and it was still good. It was good. Like it would be the the equivalent of like. I wonder this about our music today, is I wonder from 20 years from now that you'll hear Tyler Childers on your country radio, or you'll hear Will Stewart, or you'll hear like Abe Partridge. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. Flock of Seagulls? Like yeah. every now and then. You don't hear it much. No, you'll hear them though. But you'll hear them. Here's a deep track from blah, 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 20 whatever. I wonder, I wonder what that's going to be like. I wonder. It'll probably be like fucking Godier. Oh my lord! Yeah, probably so. <laughs> Somebody, because you know, Three Days Grace just covered it. It's not bad. Not it. They did a good job with it. I'm gonna be honest. I like it. I have hated all these covers out of 2020. Nickelback trying to come back. It's been it's been the year of the cover, dude. Which I mean, and you would think with all this free time everybody's got, they'd be coming up with some shit. Yeah, they want to cover. They want to cover. Everybody wants to cover. Get some relevance to the scene, right? Not bold enough to write a banger. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have enough going on to come up with good stuff, so we're just going to cover some stuff. Mm. 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 Kind of goes with the state of music right now. Like, country music, alt country, burning up. Hip-hop, burning up. Rock music, like mainstream rock, Evanescence just came out with a new album. Oh my lord! Yeah. What do you mean by burning up? They're doing it, man. Like country music is killing the game right now. There is. Um, that's been the thing about twenty twenty is I believe more in what people would say indie. Yeah. Than ever with hip hop, country, or even in a label that I couldn't genreize. It would be the idea of like you're hearing people that you would never have a chance to hear if it wasn't for this time. Yeah. But do you know they exist? Yeah, yeah you got to find it. It's like if you're looking for hip hop, like unknown hip hop artists, you look for SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And you just go 
to go through it. And you li- you find little this, little that. You find your fair share of shit, and you find some hidden gems in there. And like, what is it with uh, with rock bands? I mean, Spotify and like the streaming services, Apple Music has a lot of indie artists on it. They do. Got all these playlists and all yeah. these algorithms. It's a big play. It's a big deal. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I'm anxious to see because a lot of concerts and a lot of festivals are putting 2021 dates which we're not that far away from 2021 anymore, so we don't have that much farther to go. Right. So I'm anxious to see what concerts and festivals look like post-COVID. Aren't we all? That's, that is the question, dude. Aren't That's, we all, man? Is it, will I, it, wonder, it, I wonder who survives it, and I wonder who's brave enough to try it. You know, you know them people down there in New Orleans. They're going, they're going to put voodoo on. Oh, yeah. Jazz Fest will be back. So I'm, just, I'm just worried. I'm just anxious. And I just hope it doesn't get postponed. You know, in the beginning of all this, they were talking fall of 2020. We'd be back rolling, which we still got some time in fall of 2020. Oh yeah, two days. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> We have a fall, yeah. Here, a little bit. Well, we have the the time. We don't actually have the season. Aha! There's a th- yeah. I agree with that. And uh, they said we would be back. You know, going to shows, and we finally got to go back to theaters. Yeah. Very. You got to have your. It's weird. The weirdest shit, man. You got to wear your fucking mask. To get into the place, mm-hmm. and then when you get into the place and sit down, you can take your mask off like it doesn't exist anymore. Right, yeah. It's weird, and I'm just wondering if we're going to have to mask up for concerts. It's almost it's almost like we're living a conspiracy every day. Welcome to the deep end. Yeah. Boys and girls. Definitely. Anything else to do? think we're out of it man fair enough John always a pleasure sir I don't have to tell you anymore we're out of here done hey thank you so much for listening to Porch Talk we have a website www.porch-talk.net you can also follow us on social media the website will take you to all of those locations on the world wide web the song that you heard earlier that wasn't mentioned was Great Granddaddy's War by the Mulligan Brothers. The song The Walk, the episode Out of the Door, is Diamonds in the Dark by David Newbode of his latest album, Sin and Redemption. Thank y'all so much. I'm out of here. One, two. I got a dream hanging on by a thread
I got a hard head and a mallet 